Welcome to Rash Thoughts, a podcast about life and all its wonderful challenges. Get ready to change the way you think about yourself and learn why the world needs you. Dean Rash will share his life, his thoughts, and his vision for making our world better for future generations. Now, here is your host, Dean Rash. Hello, and how are you doing today? I'd like to welcome you back to Rash Thoughts. It's another cold day up in Wisconsin, and a great time, I guess, to be experiencing the Winter Olympics, so go USA and see if we can get quite a few gold medals and silver medals and bronze medals to bring back. I would like to say thank you to all those people in South Korea that do listen to my podcast. It is my second biggest uh, nation that listens to my podcast, so thank you for that. Today I'm going to take a little bit of a different spin on how I make this work or how I make this podcast, put this podcast together. And uh, I'm going to let you in on a conversation that I'm going to have on air right now. And that conversation is going to be with my mom. And, and the reason why this is appropriate or timely, maybe better better way to say it, is because last week was the 40th anniversary of my mom's passing. And I don't know if I've shared that before, but my mom passed away from cancer at the age of 29 back in 1978. So it's been a long time since she's been gone. And just a lot of thoughts and emotions over the past few days and weeks uh, surrounding that. And I, I thought I would just just have a conversation with her today and let you in on that. And, and if there's anything that helps you grieving-wise or missing somebody or whatever it might be, you know, take it. And uh, I'm happy that I can can help you out in some way. So I guess the first thing I'd like to say is, you know, hey, Mom, uh, it's been 40 years. I miss you. It was a very hard time for me when you passed. I was just 10 years old, and as I've, I've shared on this podcast in the past, and, and you don't even know what a podcast is, Mom, because you've been gone for 40 years, and podcasts haven't even been along, around that long. But I told the people that listened to this that while you were sick and fighting the battle that eventually took your life, Somebody was taking advantage of me, and not in a good way. And I, I hate to tell you that um, that person sexually abused me. And I'm, I'm dealing with it now. Um, it's not easy, and I've gone into a much more intensive process, and it's extremely difficult. But I know in the back of my mind that you're sitting on my shoulder helping me along to make sure that I get through it. Even though you weren't able to help me back then because you were sick and fighting your own battle, I know that you've, you're there helping me now. And the one thing I'd like to do right away is, is tell you about my wife. Um, I met the most amazing woman almost eight years ago now, be eight years this May, and just happened to walk into the office that she was working at, and she just took my breath away. And I know you'd really like her, and she would love to meet you. And I, and I know that's not possible right now, but she talks about you a lot, and I tell her about you. And this past weekend, we were we were heading down to visit one of her family members, or a couple of her family members, and and it dawned on me that you know a lot of that, a lot of that spunk, a lot of that drive, a lot of that toughness 
and courage that I have in me, that all came from you. I guess I never put that together before until we were driving along and I was just thinking. But all that you know, ability to stand my ground and, and make a case for myself and help people out who, who need help and do it in a selfless way, that, that's, that was from you. You gave me those skills. And maybe I didn't appreciate it back then because, you know, being eight and nine and ten years old, I was more interested in playing in the dirt and riding my bike and seeing what kind of trouble I could get in with my, my buddy Tim Boyd and Gail Tice. But, you know, you were always, you were always there. So with Carrie, we have three kids. So you have three grandkids from us. Um, her son uh, from a previous marriage, Derek. And then, you know, my two kids, Kaylee and Court. And I talk about you a lot to them. I tell you who you, who you are and tell them who you are. And I take them to your gravesite every once in a while so, you, so they can visit you and, and get an appreciation for who you are. And I show them pictures of you. So they can see who grandma is. And in my backyard, I built a, I should say, but I built a little garden back there with three rose bushes. Because remember at your funeral, we had three roses on the, on the casket representing, you know, Davey and Donna and myself, your three children. And so I planted three rose bushes because just not the three of us anymore. We each have spouses, and we all have kids, and and they're all a part of you. And we remember remember who you are, and and want you to to remember who we are, or see who we are. And so I built a bench there so that you can come sit there with us every once in a while to just hang out, you know, hang out in the rose bushes and sit there and, and get a chance to be around your your family. And it's a, you know, it's kind of a, a tough thing to not have you around. There's a few things that you've missed. And uh, maybe some of them were good, you know, because I wasn't always the, the greatest kid or young adult growing up. I got into a little bit of trouble here and there. But there's things that you missed. You know, you, you missed the birth of the kids. You missed my graduation from high school and college. Missed my marriage to Carrie. You know, you weren't you weren't available to be with me when I battled my own leukemia and the struggles that I went through in the the couple of days that nearly took my life. But I I think about you all the time. You know, there's not a day that goes by that you don't enter my mind. And now with you being gone forty years, it's I want to say it's easier, but it's really, it's it's the same. It's the same empty hole that sits in my heart wondering what would be different if you were here? What, How would my life be different? How would I be different? You know, would I have a different view of life? Would I have a different experience? Would I have not done some of the things I did because you were here? Or would I have done more? I mean, would I have gone and done a lot more because you were here behind me supporting me I don't know you know it's I'll never know 
But part of me also reminds myself that my purpose here is to make you proud. To let you know through my actions that I'm not doing the wrong things, that I'm doing the right things with my life, that I'm, I'm doing things to make people's lives better. I'm a professional speaker. I love going out and talking to people. I coach youth soccer. I have a new, new team this year of, of boys that are under the age of 16, which includes your grandson, Court. And there's a lot of talent on the team. And I think we're going to have a really good season, but this team last year wasn't very good. But I didn't coach them last year. I'm coaching them this year, and I'm, I'm going to push them. I'm going to push them for victories because, you know, that's, that's what we do as coaches, and I think that's where that toughness comes from you and that tenacity to want the best. And that's what I'm going to do. And your granddaughter, she's a freshman down at UW-Madison, and she's doing pretty good down there. Kind of miss having her around, but we play a game on a, on our iPhones, which you don't even know what an iPhone is because it didn't exist back then. But it's a telephone that you can play games on, and I know it doesn't make any sense to you, but but that's what it is. And we can play games together with our phones, and even though she's in Madison and I'm in, in De Pere, we can play games together on our phones. And it's pretty cool but we can chat while we're playing the game, so it's a way to connect. And Derek, I'm going to be going over to Marshfield. And I remember that visit at the hospital that we went to with you when you got the injections. And the doctor telling me, or telling, telling Grandma, actually, how tough you were to be able to handle that. And that most people that get those injections are just a basket case. Men, women, whoever it is, they can't take it. They break down, they cry. And the doctor said, you just sat there and you took it. It's not easy to do, I know. But you did it. And I think, as I went through my treatments, I think that's what, that part of you was in me. To be able to lay there and have that bone marrow test done and not take the drugs for it, but just lay there and get it done, get it over with. I think that came from you. Couldn't have done that by myself. So that big chunk of you that sits inside of me gives me that ability to do those things. So, I guess with all that, Mom, I just want to let you know that I miss you a lot. And I love you a lot. I know someday we'll be joined again. But until then, I'm going to do my damnedest on this earth to make you as proud as possible. Because that's what you'd want. You don't want me to give up. You want me to keep pushing forward and do the right things. And that's what I'm going to do for you. I love you. And I miss you. And I guarantee you one thing. I'm going to keep living my life on purpose.